What up, what up? It's your man Dre Day from Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast up in Brooklyn, New York, East New York representative. And I'm showing my love and I'm sending it all the way down to the 813 in Tampa to my man Guru from Guru Speaks Podcast. Yo, Guru, show them why you are the new mouth of the South. Holla at your boy, man. Yo, what's happening? It's your boy, the Guru here. Episode six, you know what I'm saying? I really appreciate everybody that's been showing support. Um, we uh getting close to 3,300 followers. Um, so we moving in a major way. This episode right here was um very special episode. My brother came on here, my my cousin Ty. You know what I'm saying? We really had some some real some real talk on this one. You know, we I I, I got into it, asked him some questions. And um, he really dug deep and, and, and answered the question to the best of his ability. And um, so I, I think y'all really going to enjoy it, man. So sit tight. Enjoy it. Mike, you already know what time it is. Give it to him, big dog. your boy the guru here back at you with another episode episode six you know what i'm saying and i got a real real special guest with me you know what i'm saying this is my blood this is my family right here you know we got real close ties in this man um and uh he, he actually he was supposed to come on my last show um i'm not gonna name it um because i ain't getting no pub checks yet but uh <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to come on my last show, and uh, we we just uh, never uh, could align it and get it right. And so, but yeah, most importantly, he's here right now. And um, this this guy is uh, responsible for my artwork. This guy is responsible for everything you see, anything artistic that I'm putting out there. This guy's behind it, man. And uh, my real special guest, my my dog Ty, aka. One burrow in this biatch. What's yeah, happening, yeah. bro? What's going on, man? How you doing, man? I'm good, dog. Happy to have you with me, man. Um, long overdue, bro. Yes, sir. It's good to be here. Um, if if y'all remember, I actually had him call in on the Nip, Nipsey tribute. Mm-hmm. He called in and um said a few words. I know I caught him off guard, but hey, that that made great content. Yes, sir. So um, so we gonna go ahead and pop everything off. So Todd, tell me, man, where you grew up, my brother, where you from, and uh, you know all that, bro. Even though I know, but the audience don't know. Well, yeah, man, I'm from I'm from here. I'm from Tampa, Florida, and uh, grew up until um, I was about till about second grade um, in West Tampa, and then um, from then I moved to uh, town and country, man, and uh, yeah. pretty much been there ever since. So if somebody asks you, they say, "Yo." What, where, where you rep? What you rep? What you gonna say? Like, what, I don't what rep a nothing, man. <laughs> no, well, as far as part of town, you know what I'm saying? Part of town. Um, honestly, I don't. I would just say I'm from Tampa, Tampa. or like if they say like oh, where I'm from, or you yeah. know, then yeah, I say town and country. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, how I know this guy, this guy, he, this is my cousin right here. This is my family. And um, b- before we get back to the interview, I just wanna um, let everybody know. What this guy means to me. This guy's uh we came up together, we grew up together. Shout out to Ron. 
Um, at one point in time, we were like the three amigos, man. You couldn't catch us without each other, man. But, you know, life happened and we, uh, you know, grew apart. But that's the past. So we all clicked up again. And, um, you know, we got this, like I said, this real family ties right here, man. So we're going to um, get back into the interview. So Ty, you from Tampa, um, town and country. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to ask you, so how was, how, how was life when you moved to town and country? Like, how, how was it different from West Tampa? Like, like, how was it, you know what I'm saying? Was it a little, like, how did you transition um, oh, as far as your adapting, you know? Yeah, what I, mean? I, I transitioned well, man. Um, uh, the only difference was that I, I, I wasn't with my whole family anymore. You know, I was just in a mm-hmm. whole different town. Um, I met new friends. It was quick because uh, I was, I was we were still in the middle of the school year when, when I moved. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, transition quick, man. Um, I met a lot of people through my school. Um, school was kind of rough because. Uh, just the side of town, like it was, it was over there on like uh, at Lockhart. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to Lockhart. It's over like uh, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was before it was like a, um, a magnet school, and uh, they just you know they knew that my bus, you know, my bus was the only bus that came from you know across town. So yeah. so they knew like <laughs> everybody getting off that bus, we got problems with them type deal. Right. You know? So it was like it was a lot of fights, man. I used to fight all the time in <laughs> elementary school, man. Yeah. And, that's just yeah. That's that was the only difference. It's just I knew everybody in West Tampa. It was like family, and then I came over here, and it was you know. So what age? What age when you moved to Tiny Country? How old were you? Um, see, I was second grade, so I was about seven, seven. eight. Yeah, seven, eight years old. So when you got out there, like what what school you went to when you um when you moved to Tiny Country? Lockhart. Oh, that's hot there. I thought you was my bad. No, nah, that's 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 over on MLK. Okay. But yeah, our, our just just our region, how it worked. Our, yeah. our, my bus that came literally to, to my street, it went all the way to Lockhart. That's just how it worked. So by the time you got to middle school, where you went to middle school at? At Davidson, and I was actually in town. In town country, country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so when you um so when you started going to school in town and country, like did how like how fast did you like make friends and like or were you just the kind of dude like I, I I'm just whatever and then if I make friends cool but if not I still got my family and oh well yeah I I never cared to like have friends you know but I of course I had friends you know I yeah. wasn't yeah <laughs> I, I had friends and uh, most of them came from the neighborhood and then in in elementary school you know I went to an after school program at at the park in my neighborhood so. Mm-hmm. And everybody who went to that park went to Davidson. So it's yeah. just like, it was an easy transition, you know. Just the only thing is just the fact that it was in town and country. It was in West Chase. It was like kind of like a like a, like a a culture shock, you know. It was just. Different. Yeah, it was different. <laughs> it was different, yeah. So when you got to Alonzo, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a man, he had puberty. And, you know what I'm saying? The, the girl's interest, you know what I'm saying, starts increasing yeah, yeah. all that you know what i'm saying peer pressure um like i said i like when i was in middle school at roland park i saw a lot of crazy stuff but by the time i got to jefferson it was just like psh, times 10 yeah for sure like cats was doing it was like uh uh a, it's like if you will like a sneak peek in middle school, then you get a, this the full fledged movie right here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we, it wasn't about no talking no more. They they was just really about that. You know what I'm saying? 
So my question to you, my dog, is like, how you kept your head above water through all that craziness? Uh, honestly, it's been easy for me because I, I just always been my own person. I always, I, I never cared to to have friends. I never cared to fit in. Like, mm -hmm. honest, to be totally, completely honest, I always knew I was cool. Like, I don't, I don't need to do what you're doing to be, to be cool. Like, in in high school, I, everybody I knew was drinking, smoking, you know, all of that. I I didn't. I didn't do none of that until I, I got out of high school, until right. I actually wanted to discover mm -hmm. it for myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, man, I just I just did me, man. I, I mean, I never really stressed what everybody else was doing. Yeah. That's all. Dog, I remember um, coming over and like we would go to, to, to the gang, I'd go to y'all football games. And um, it, was, it used to be crazy because you know, at Jefferson, we actually cared about we uh, our sports losing and winning. So I remember, um, <laughs> I remember saying, I told, I remember telling you, like, man, we 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 finna whoop y'all ass. You was like, so, <laughs> but nobody out there cared. Like, you yeah. know, I felt like me going to Alonzo out there it was so different because, you know, at, like I said, at Jefferson, it was more like, you know, we we the, the culture was different, you know. Yeah. It was more like, you know, Hispanic out there uh, at Alonzo. You know, you had your black people, but it was majority Hispanic out there. Over here at where Jefferson is black, you know, majority black. So it was just like, wow, you know what I'm saying? Nice ass area out there too. You know what I'm saying? You you know when you out there at West Chase, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Opposed to Carver City. I ain't, you know, that's my, <laughs> I grew up there, but I ain't saying nothing, but you 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 already know, but so tell me, bro. At this point, so you know, we you in, you at Alonzo, you know, you you keep your head above water through all this craziness. What did you tell me? Like, what did you want to do? You know, you get that cliche answer. Oh, I mean, question. Oh, what do you want to do when you leave high school? Mm -hmm. So at that point, like when you ask yourself, what does Tyron want to do? What did you want to do at that point? Like for for your life or your career rather yeah man at that time man i was i was just so confused with life bro like i ain't i didn't know nothing bro like i had i had ideas you know just because of basically the situation that i was in in high school you know outside of school you know mm -hmm. my personal life right you know with uh like basically just financial with my mom you know my mom's a she's a single mother mm -hmm. so like her taking care it got hard you know it got real hard especially Absolutely. when i was in high school you know mm -hmm. so in high school you know, I still kind of had a young mentality. So, like, really, like, I was just trying to figure it out, what I can do to make as much as I possibly can, bro. Like, I, 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 was, I started taking, like, accounting classes and stuff. I started looking into, like, econ economics and stuff, like, trying to be, like, an investment banker or stockbroker or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then... I remember that. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was... I was <laughs> man, I was... I, even in, like, ninth grade, I was watching CSNBC, and that's what I was watching yeah. on my free time, you know? Like, so at that so at that point, you, you know, you was more thinking about the finances and how... Just money. That's yeah. it. That's all I cared about. Just I wanted to make a lot of money because I didn't want to do what I was doing. You know, I didn't want to yeah. be in the same situation. Tight. So, so we, so we getting ready to graduate, you know what I'm saying? Did you have plans to go to college? Like, what, did you, or did you, like, nah, I'm going to just, you know, f figure it out? Yeah, uh, yeah, I wanted to be, like, an investment banker of the sort, you know, something in finance. So, yeah, I, I uh, 
I uh, end up going to Valencia. Yeah. I went to Valencia for uh, <laughs> in Orlando. If anybody didn't know, um, uh-huh. it's a community college, and uh, I went out there for a little while until I figured. Well, it got hard. It got hard out there. I ain't no lie. It got hard out there. You know, I was getting a job and everything. It was. I was. I was on my own. I was paying rent by myself. Everything. So, it, it got hard. Dude, I remember. And you. You was up there. And I, I remember telling you, I was go, I was finna go up there, and it's crazy because by the time when you got out there, when when I got out there, you had left. Yeah, yeah. And um, it it was it was a crazy experience for me up there too. I feel, I feel like at Valencia, I that was my first time being on my own, and man, reality just hit me like a bus because it just like nobody went there, family went up the street. Nobody, I mean, you can man. call. But it ain't the same. You can't physically, yeah. you, you know, see, you know, your your mom or like. And that, at at that point in time, like my mom and my immediate family, and um, I felt like I don't regret the experience because it really taught me. I really manned up, mm-hmm. and uh, I really knew what it took. Well, realized what it took to take care of myself and survive out in this cold ass world. But. I, walking away from it, I, I, if I had an opportunity, I'd do that shit again because um, it taught me a, a lot about myself. And when when the pressure's on, I rise up under pressure, and um, and I feel like my best work come under pressure. So I do it all again. I go through the same experiences all again uh, at that time in my life. So when you said, you know, things had came fast, I, I already know. Definitely. What it is, because I mean, at, you, I, I know for me, I couldn't really um, focus on my education because I mean, all everything was going on back here, and um, my mom was just. I felt like I was getting it. She, she, her pain, what she was going through, affected me at, at school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was just like it, it was. It was a lot, but you know, we passed that. Yeah. <laughs> See, my whole thing was that I just couldn't, like, I couldn't focus on school while I was at school, you know? Like, I was focused on, hey, am I going to be able to pay rent? Can I, can I, can I still live here? Like, hey, can I even buy these books? You know, can I even buy this, this, this Scantron so I can take the test? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like, it got rough. It got, like, rough, man. Some days I didn't eat, you know? Oh, trust me. I... So at that point, you know, you up there and you like, you know, I want to... St- I, I, I want to do this, but it's getting hard. So, at this point, where, where your mentality is now? Do you like, ah, like what's going in your head? Like, what you? I, I was just stressed, man. I was like, I was trying to find a job. I, I was wondering, like, do I, do I even want to do this? Like, is school for me? Like, it, like, mm. it's a lot of, like, a lot was going through my mind, man. And then that. At that time, at that same time, which is what made me really come back, my my girlfriend at the time ended up getting pregnant. So, so then it just it created even more of a problem, you know. So it's just like you know I got to go back home. I got to got to take care of mine, you know. Which segues into my next question. So, when you found out, you know your girlfriend was pregnant. How old, how old were you? I was uh, 22, 21 or twenty two. Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So when she told when she dropped the bomb on you, what was it like 
what, what went through your mind when you was like when she found when you get when you knew you was gonna be a father? Uh, <laughs> I was just shocked, man. I was uh, honestly, man. It's just like when you when you get that news, it's just like you had a loss. You know what I mean? You had a loss. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to feel. You just like you for real. Like you playing with me right now? Are yeah. You for real? And yeah, I mean. Just kind of manned up to the situation, you know. So, um, and so right after, so when she told you the news, so you came back home, and and you realized it was time to take care of business. So now at this point, you know, your your baby girl is is, is getting ready to come in the world. So, where's your mind at now, as far as what you're gonna do? for your you know for your career and mm-hmm. what 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 was your mentality then I'm trying to think uh back then um honestly it was just taking care of like right now taking care of what i need to take care of right now at this moment so it's just like get back home get a job and you know it wasn't really i wasn't really looking into the future because at that point it wasn't about me no more mm-hmm. you know it was just about Hey, you about to have a little a little daughter, you know, a little girl come into this world. And so you gotta take care of that. You gotta you gotta you know what I'm saying, you gotta do right by her, you know. Bro, that's I, all I was focused on. I really commend you, man, because bro, like seeing you become a father and, and I wanna say you a great father, man. You appreciate that, brother. You a great example for you know, for young black fathers, cause we don't get I was just having this conversation the other day with, with my boy Dre Day. It's like we don't, black men, we get painted really bad when it comes to fatherhood. And, and, and it's just like seeing you take care of your daughter, man, your beautiful daughter. You know, it's, it's great to see, you know what I'm saying? Even if, even though you family, it's just great to see another black man holding his down and, and, and taking care of his. And I, I, I don't think I ever told you this, but I'm going to tell you on air, like, when you know, when you told me, I never saw you, you know, the panic from you. I never saw, like, you know, most people at that time and age would have been cowards, mm-hmm. ran away from their responsibility, deny it, do everything they can to 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 run away from that responsibility. But you manned up, bro, and and and, and I, I'm proud of you for that, dog. And I commend you, you for that, dog. Real Thank shit. Thank you, man. I appreciate that for real, for real. Like it and, means a lot. So yeah, bro. So, so, what's your daughter's name? Audrey, man. Audrey Burroughs, man. So at this point, I know this, but you know, the audience don't know. Mm-hmm. So, Audrey's born. So now at this point, you know, so she's here. What's Tyrone thinking now? Like, I'm happy. Am I? It, it, do you feel like my life on hold? Like, what? What we? I was. It's funny that you say, you know, that, uh, you know, you never see me panic or whatever, you know, but like the panic actually came like after a while of her being here. Mm. It's just a fact of like, hey, am I, am I going, am I like at my plateau right now? You know what I mean? Like, am I like, is this it? Like, mm-hmm. am I just living for her? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's where I was. And then, yeah, I just it, like, it kind of got to me. I kind of got to like a, be honest, like kind of like a depressed stage mm. because I've always been about my future, you know, like what I, what I want to do, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and 
like just getting to it and but like at that time it was nothing to get to you know i didn't i didn't even know what i wanted to get to you know and what i did think i wanted to do all of high school it wasn't it that just that, that, oh, it went that out was, the yeah, window that was just something i wanted to get some money you know right and yeah so cuz a lot of people i ask and i'm going to ask you this like do you feel like you being a young parent but we going to get the present time mm-hmm. but at that point in time you like like damn, man! Like I can't do what I used to do. Like, like you, you got to get adjusted to your new life, cause like you said, it ain't about you no more. Mm-hmm. So like, were you like, damn, man? Like, w- was it uncomfortable for a little bit, or were you just like, well? Nah, uh, man. I gotta thank Stephanie, my my partner, for this, cause like, shout out Stephanie. Yeah, she she made it easy. You know, like she she's a great mother, man. Like, no question. There's not much that had to change out of my lifestyle. Like I didn't, you know, like, I mean, of course I had somebody to take care of. I couldn't just do reckless spending anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just spend on whatever I want. I, you know, I had bills. I had a daughter to take care of. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man, it, I, I didn't really feel that much pressure as far as uh, like me not being able to do what a young guy would be able to do or, or yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I didn't feel like, I was necessarily missing out. Maybe because like all the people around me weren't doing anything, you know, but. Did yeah. you feel like once you, you know, you told uh, friends or whatever, how how were people responsive when you told them, like like uh, everybody around you, like when you dropped the bomb on them, did, did, did you notice them changing or did you, or like what was the, the initial response when you told people and how did you feel telling them? Um, at first there was like a little resentment in telling everybody, you know, just cause I was young and that just was not the plan at all, you know, but, um, were you scared a little bit scared of actually having her, not having her, but like what people thought. Yeah. No, not at all. No, just, I, I, I was, I mean, I'm, I love my daughter. You know, I love my life right now, but like I was just disappointed in myself, you know, as as to where like mm-hmm. where I was at the time, you know, it's just that's just not what I where I see myself. Mm-hmm. So. And 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 so. um, So after that, you know, she's here, you know, at this point, how, she's how old now? She's six. Six. Yeah. Man, time flies. Time goes. Oh man. my God. Time goes. Wow. Bro. So you come back from Valencia. You know, Audrey's born. Shout out to Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so at this point, where uh, what what you what, what were you doing at that time? Like as far as like work, like what you was. I moved around so much, man. I, I, I don't like working for people. I, I don't. Like, I mean, I'm a great worker. Every, pretty much everywhere I've been, I, I got promotions and pay raises. But I just, I, I don't like working for anybody else. So, like, I mean, at that time, I was everywhere. I, I worked at a restaurant uh, as, a wait, uh, as a waiter. Um, also, I worked at a sports authority. I was, like, the footwear, like, supervisor for a little while. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where else? Uh, yeah, man, it was just like a lot of retail yeah. stuff, you know, a lot of like little dead end jobs, you know. Um, so at, uh, around this time, thinking ahead, did you ever think about 
man, I, w- I would like to launch my own line. Like, did back then, like, what, w- what was the first time you, that came across your brain? And w- how old were you? I got a little, I got a kind of like a backstory. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Like, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, all right. First, I always wanted to do it. Like, a little after high school, I had the idea to do it. But um, at the time, like, one of my, like, one of a, a guy who I was friends with throughout, like, middle school and high school, he actually started a brand at the same time. And it was like, I don't, I don't want to go that route, you know, because it just, it didn't, it wouldn't look genuine for me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of like put it on the back burner and didn't worry about it. Right. But then, um, as as I mentioned, like I got a little um, got a little depressed, like you know, around that time where a little after Audrey was born, mm-hmm. and um, Ronnie, our cousin, shout he, out Ron, yeah, Ron, shout out to Ron. He um, <laughs> he introduced me to the secret. Uh huh. And uh, the secret literally changed my whole life, like the way I think about everything. Now, is just, that a book or is that a the secret? It's uh, it's a book. Uh, but I, there's there's a movie as well. Okay, I, I saw the movie. He gotcha. he, uh, he he gave me the DVD and everything, and yeah. So after you saw that, it just like changed your whole perspective. It changed my whole perspective on life, just wow. the way I think, the way I move, like the action I put behind my words. Mm. Just yeah, just it changed everything about me, honestly. So when you saw that, you was like, okay, my my goals and my dreams is really time to put it in play. Yeah, it just kind of made me open back up to like my future, you know, because I told you I was like, it kind of was, it kind of wasn't even a worry at one point, you know. I mean, it was always in my, in my, in the back of my head, but I, I wasn't making any action towards it. But like, it was just about paying the bills now, you know what I mean? I have a daughter, so I, I got to make it happen. Yeah. You know? So like, once I was introduced to the secret, I read, uh, well, I, I, I uh, watched the movie, and then from there, I, uh, I read The Alchemist, which that like. That made me realize that hey, I want I, let's do this brand. Like that's always been a thing of mine. Like I can totally see myself doing it. I see a, a huge future in it. Like mm. just the alchemist made me really like put things into perspective and really pay attention to like what I think about and my energy. You know. Um. So, at so when you came up with with the whole blueprint. Mm-hmm. And you like jump, we gonna jump ahead a little bit. Yeah. So when you came up with the blueprint of all right, I'm, I'm gonna do this. What were you doing at that time? Like, wh- like, what you just did it come to you? Just sitting, just out the blue, thinking like, as far as I'm gonna do this tomorrow, and we gonna, we gonna, we gonna make the gram. We gonna ha- ha- like yeah, walk was, me through that. I was with my friend Tyree, which who I actually started the brand with. You know, uh, shout out to him. Yeah, Phil Supplyry on um, Instagram. Um, so, uh, yeah, I was with him at his house. We were just chilling, talking about like how we were actually talking about clothes and like how we don't, we, we don't find nothing we like at the mall no more, you know? Right. And I was like, man, we need to just do it. You know? He was like, Hey, if you for real, let's get it. You know? It just kind of became a thing. And then we just started planning, just started putting everything together. Dog, when, when, um, when you launched it, dude, like I was just like, wow, man, like. Um, first of all, it's hot. You know what I'm saying? The, the, it, the clothes is hot, bro. Like, mind you, I'm gonna support and 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 I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the audience a backstory. Yeah. I remember when you uh, we were. I think we were talking somewhere, bro. And um, you told me what you wanted to do, and I said, 
man, I'm a support regardless. And the realest thing you said, you was like, don't support because it's me. Support it because it's hot. Yeah, because you like it. Like and I was like, shit, man, you know what? That That's real because, I mean, you, you want the support, but it's it's a different kind of like support and respect for that if it's something you like and mm-hmm. it hit home to you. Yeah. So when you said that, I, I it, it went through my mind like, you know, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. This dude. Somebody, somebody supporting, they just supporting. You know, they just. Facts. It's just going to be that one time that they support, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, with somebody who actually like what you're giving, they coming back every time. You know what I mean? Like. And that's what I'm saying, dog. And I remember, you know, the whole, the early days when y'all first launched, bro. And I was like, man, I, I like, I like it. I like the name. Well, first. Tell me what what inspired the name Field Supply. Like, where did that come from? Who thought of it? Yeah, as I mentioned, around that same time, I was like into like the the books, the secret, the uh-huh. alchemist, and all the Celestine prophecy. So like, and meet Tyree is too. You know, we both both kind of put each other on. Right. And um, it, it, it we all about energy. You know, we all about energy, and we wanted to supply. Feels people like, with yeah. you know what I mean. We wanted to supply people with the good energy, with the good feelings, with the you know oh, what I mean. Just yeah, we wanted to supply. You know what I mean. So that's where it came from. Tight, yeah, man. So y- y'all, so y'all got the name. Y'all, y'all launched the first. You know the the first uh, line. What was the first line y'all dropped? Um, it was a T-shirt. Um, it's called a selfish T. See, everything had to do with you know. You're right. Yeah, it's called like it was. It's called selfish T. It's just basically about putting yourself first, you know, and just letting people like letting people know that being selfish ain't a bad thing. You know that you kind of have to put yourself first in order to be able to take care of whatever else you got going around, you know, going on around. You know? So I'm 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 paying attention and noticing like um, everything y'all put out is a meaning behind it. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's and it's a message. Mm-hmm. So when y'all put out the first piece of clothing, what was the initial response from the people? Like, what 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 was the feedback y'all got? I was so surprised, man. We, we like it went crazy. We, we yeah, yeah, man. We um, <laughs> I, th- I think with the first drop, I th- actually I think we like end up so like selling out of those like, like wow. the first like two days. Yeah, and bro, and, and the support y'all got, dog. Yeah, like. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all repost, y'all repost. You know, people shout out to Brandon. Brandon had all all over his gram. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? S- supporting it. And um, so when y'all launched the first shirt, y'all y'all got the response y'all wanted. So after that, um, did y'all think to y'all said like, damn, we can really do this? For sure, for sure. That was my immediate thought. Like, wow, I can like. We can really turn this into something. Like, yeah, for real, for real. We can do this. So, uh, y'all sold out the first line shirt, didn't y'all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. The 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 second one too. The like the camo one. We we sold out. Yeah. That one too. Um, yeah, yeah. So business is booming. It's going crazy, man. I and I, I remember this. Like you know, so tell me, you know. Before we get back to where we, where you at now, tell me the trials and tribs going on. Cause I'm, every, oh, it was plenty, man. Riding, like, I remember, you know, you was riding high, and then all of a sudden, you know, it kind of flatlined. So tell mm-hmm. me, you know, what was your process then when everything started to slow down? Like, what, what was well, your mentality? Well, yeah. Um, 
basically things just started to slow down because like really finances like mm-hmm. it, it takes money to make it you know what i mean right. especially with like in this in, in my industry what i'm trying to do like yeah. it takes a lot of money up front to create a a, a shirt you know what i mean right. a shirt or an item or anything mm-hmm. you know it takes some money up front mm-hmm. so so yeah um that that kind of slowed it down um, just having like other, cause like at the, at that time we were making our own stuff, you know, right. like with our own equipment and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, it just like time, you know, and having a, a full-time job at the time and yeah, it just, it, it just wasn't working and then it's just kind of died down. You know, we just, we didn't, we didn't take it so serious. So y'all knew y'all had something, something potential to be special. Mm-hmm. Like you said, y'all didn't take it serious. So. At that point in time, like you said, it was it was hard having a job and all this. So, how much time? Tell me exactly this. How much time, or if you can calculate the hours you was putting in on the, just the average day you was working on that, like yeah, like making a shirt. Yeah, man. All right. Um, <laughs> so all right. So like for like uh, most of the designs, honestly, um, I I'm, I'm making them myself. Like I. I'm screen printing, I'm I'm heat pressing, I'm I'm doing it all, you know. So mm-hmm. like literally like if if it's a screen print job, depending on like how many colors, man, I can be there. Okay, like while I, while I was working, I would get off at six o'clock, get home about six forty-five, I get straight to it, get straight to it. And that like those nights, I wouldn't stop until like four in the morning <sighs> and still have to go back to it the next day after I got off of work, you know? And it was like it's a process, man. It, mm. It's it's rough. It, it's rough. Do, do you think like when people just say, "Oh, um, you as a creative," I mean, I'm a creative too, but it's, media is different from your industry. Um, like, how does it make you feel when knowing the time you put in in your dedication and your personal leisure time when somebody just um, say, "Oh, you know, just let me." You know, because like you said, you got to spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have people like, man, Todd, let me just get the shirt, bro, for free? <laughs> um, How does that make you feel knowing you, you know what I'm saying? Because you want to make a profit. How did that make you feel as a as a, as a um, creator? To be honest, it don't bother me at all. No? Like, I I just, you're not going to get it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's it's a hard no for me, right. you know? Because, like, I put in work, like I put in my money, I put in my time, my effort. You're not gonna just get this for free. I get, it. and it's and it's crazy though too, cause like, you know, now that we like now that we back up on it and the buzz is going crazy, it's like people hit us hit us up, hitting us up on some like, want to promote, but hey, send us some stuff type. Yeah, like, no, like who we gonna we gonna get into? <laughs> like, what are you? Who are you? You know what I mean? We we gonna get <laughs> into the to the rebrand, cause that was yeah. incredible. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate Real it. talk. Appreciate it. But we gonna we so we still at the early part. So you know, y'all dropped the first shirt, went crazy. Y'all sold out the first two uh, shirts. Um, things went down down a little bit, you know, due to finances and, and and lack of time, which is understandable, especially when you doing something, you trying to turn it into a career, when you trying to turn your hustle into a business. It's so hard. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. So. What inspired the movement to go, come back up when you was like, you know, because honestly, let me tell you, I'm on, I'm on, uh, I'm on my grand one day, and I just see, you know, you pop back up. We ain't spoken in a while. I'm just like, damn, you know, it, it's back up and running. So, tell me 
or tell the audience like how you know what was behind the inspiration behind the rebranding and because in your movement let me tell you for your answer it's stronger than ever dog appreciate it bro so it tell me what what make y'all say i'm finna bounce back well just because the dream never went away you know what i mean maybe the the like motivation to get the dream done went away, or mm -hmm. the, you know, the finances to help get the dream done, you know, but like the dream never went away. And then like once, you know, I, it, it's always been in my plan, even when we stopped, it's always been in my plan to pick it back up, you know, pick it back up and go harder than I went last time. You know right. what I mean? Right. And not stop again, you know? So um, when the time came and then when, uh, you know, I was working a, a, a good job, you know, I got my finances built up to where, yeah, I was just like, forget about it, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to do this no more, mm. you know? So I, di I, I dropped that, and I, I went back at it, and I was just like, I'm going to give it my all. Like, I, like, like, this is actually what I'm trying to do, you know? Like, what I'm, like... I feel that, Yeah, man. Oh, like, you know, that. rappers put in 24 hours at the studio, <laughs> man. That's basically what I'm doing with this. I feel you know that, what I mean? bro. Yeah. But see, the difference, you know, and, and, and I support anybody that's doing their thing, you know, because... Sometimes, like, I feel like, well, all the time, you know, we get that, especially in high school, getting ready to go to college. If that's, I feel like education, people, certain people in education, because I'm not going to say everybody, because there's some great people that's educators, but they push that agenda, oh, you have to do this, you, you need to go to college, you need to work a nine to five. No, that's what you did, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they sell us that fake, fake ass American dream, oh, you got to go to college, find somebody at the university, get married, have kids. Not everybody's life is like that. And life don't come with a blueprint. You got to take life how it comes at you. And you know what I'm saying, bro? Like I said, the rebrand, it, it was incredible because I'm just like, <laughs> damn. And, 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 you know, I bought, you know, shirts. I'm not just talking about me, but I'm just seeing like how people just, you know, they're y'all reposting who who their business with you and they see that they're happy to support because yeah, yeah. it's hot you know what i'm saying it's mm -hmm. the clothes is hard you know <laughs> when 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 i um um i think it was yeah, when you launched the black history line uh-huh yeah <laughs> man when i when i i'm actually wearing it now i know i'm not live but um when i when i when i wore that Bro, everybody was hitting me up like, yo, who made that? Like, that's hard. And I and I told them, you know, who, who was behind, and they was like, damn, bro. And it's just like, it don't cost nothing to support, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, bro, like I said, I, I, I love the movement, dog. I know big, big, the, the shirt I'm wearing now, I know you're going to have big and better things than that to come. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so a lot of people hit me up about that shirt, man. We might actually release that shirt, re-release it. Dog, if y'all do a re-release, bro, that's that's gonna be hard, bro. Maybe. Cause well, y'all suckers too late for y'all. I got mine <laughs> when it first came out. But you know, um, so the rebrand is up, business is booming. So where we at now and what you plan on doing with it and, and tell 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 the audience what, what's what's to come for field supply in the um, next six months to a year. First of all, I, I never plugged it. Um Phil Supply Co <laughs> on uh, Instagram. Um Phil Supply Co dot com. Mm. 
get everything you need. Okay. Supplying all your fills. <laughs> um, but um, what's to come, man? Everything's to come, man. We just we're just really trying to grow, trying to expand out of our local. You know what I'm saying? Out of the local, you know. Um, we got events coming up. We got a barbecue coming yeah. up uh, real soon. Uh, we planning uh, like a whole car wash type thing, like a little deal. It's gonna be real cool, man. Yeah, you was telling me about that off air. Oh uh, yeah, the car wash. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, little, this is a little shoot, you know, for our next drop. Um, but we're gonna actually host a car wash. You know, y'all come through, get your cars washed. Um, follow us on Instagram. Tight. Com. I mean, follow us on Instagram on Insta. Follow us on Phil Supply Co on Instagram for all the updates and everything. We we'll get y'all right. So let me ask you a question before we before we break. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they want to put in an order, can they come strict? Can they do they have to go strictly to, to the field supply page or can they hit you up too? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're local to Tampa, you can hit me up directly. Um, I have my square. You know, you can swipe right right there with me or, you know, Venmo. Venice, Ca- man. Yeah. <laughs> Venmo, uh, talking about? Cash App, PayPal. We all, all that. Everything, you know. And then uh, we also got the site. Site is up, fully functioning. We accept all forms of payment. Mm. Uh, yeah, we yeah man. Pull up. Yeah, we'll pull up <laughs> on you, man. We, we deliver if you're local. <laughs> All right, man. So we about to break. Um, great, great first half of the show with my dog. When we come back from break, it's finna get a little hot. You know what I'm saying? But um, we'll be right back. Yo, yo, it's your man Ty. Uh, one borough, one half of Phil Supply Co. Uh, you're now tuned in to Guru Speaks Podcast. Yo, man, so... Before we get back to the podcast, um, there's something I gotta address. I told Big Mike, let me put this in any way you can, man. This this been weighing on me, cause so I think it was earlier last week, or excuse me, late last week. I think it was Sunday or Memorial Day, whatever day. So I put up a poll, and before I get into it, I I, I really appreciate y'all um, being engaged with me. I throw some up there, and y'all vote. You know what I'm saying? Based on how what you feel, and and I really respect that. That's it's, it's a way for a direct line between me and my audience and my followers. So that's tight. That's cool. But anyway, so the the Insta story was before I put up a poll. It was um saying, you know, all went. I said some women, not all. And I said I'm noticing on social media, some women just feel like. All they have to do is just offer a man just their physical body, and they feel like that, you know, no pun intended, but that trumps everything else that comes with monogamy. You know, not their personality, not how they treat people, not how they respect themselves or others. They just feel like I'm just gonna offer him my body, that's all I need to offer him. And then the other side is for a man, for them, they have all these big list of benchmarks for a man to meet he has to look a certain way physically he has to have a certain type of personality he has to drive this certain type of car make a certain type make uh this amount of money um he has to do this do that and a third and i felt like you know i was like man i respect my audience enough they they not necessarily looking for me to agree with them but i was just looking for them to agree with me but I was just saying, let me see what my people feel. You know what I'm saying? It's just direct feedback. And I feel like a lot of people vote because they feel comfortable when it's on Instagram because it's anonymous. And and I respect that. And I ain't even mad for those who voted, you know, one way or the other. 
But um, so threw up the threw up the Insta story. They read it. So I threw up the poll right after that. Maybe about a few minutes after that. And so uh, the poll was like, I put up. Do you agree with me saying, you know, there's a double standard when women feel like all they have to offer their body, opposed to you know them off only they have all these benchmarks that a man should meet. Or do you feel like, you know, the woman is right. That's all she needs to offer. You know, the man should be, you know, at her mercy pretty much. And majority of the answers that I was, I was, I was taken aback. Majority of the answers that won that poll that day was the woman should have all these benchmarks that a man should meet and she shouldn't have to offer nothing but her body. So I was just like, wow. And some people that voted, I know personally, not saying I know all my followers, you know, some I engage with, you know, we talk or whatever. But some that I know, like personally, I can pick up my phone and call them and they voted pro woman, not pro woman, like, you know, whatever. But I'm saying the woman should just be have all these demands and she only offers one thing. That's that's what they're um that's what they voted on like i said i was taking it back but it's not cool because that's definitely a double standard because all you feel like you're just gonna um put one dollar on the table and i need to come with ten dollars and so you feel like oh well i only putting a dollar on the table you 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 make more money that's not the principle you know what i'm saying we both should come to the table when it comes to monogamy equally we supposed to balance each other out. Not supposed to be, you know, you, me weighing one side of the uh, weight scale or you weighing one side. And that goes for men too. If men just feel like, you know, all they need to offer a woman is just whatever they feel, you know, just, it, it may not necessarily be physical, but just one specific thing, that's not cool either. It should be balanced 50-50, split down the line. And that's how your relationship is going to work or whatever situation you're in. Even with a friendship or, or, you know, relationship with your relatives. You shouldn't be, you know, glass half empty and other ones half full. No, it's supposed to be split down the middle. And, th- and that's how you're going to be conducive and, and, and making, you know, the relationship that you're in, you know, in a positive one. So that's how I feel, man. For those of y'all that voted... The other way and one agree with me, I know who you is and uh yeah. For those that voted with me, you already know you on my good list, but hey man, so I told Big Mike I want to address this real quick. We're gonna get back into the episode, man. Hope y'all enjoying it so far. I'm out of here. Holla. Alright, y'all, we back from break. It's your boy the guru here. Back from break. With my man Ty, aka One Burrow. You know what I'm saying? So I told y'all I was gonna get, you know, a little tense when we came back from break. So first question I got for my dog is um I wanna ask you, bro, what's what's real entrepreneurship to you? Like what what is your definition of real entrepreneurship and black entrepreneurship at that? Yeah, um my definition of Black entrepreneurship, just uh, having something to sell, man. Having something to sell to people, some something that the people like, not just something that something that people feel like they need. 
do you feel that um like you know just like in this uh industry it's a whole bunch of podcasts it seems like everybody and their mama wake up and make one is it the same thing like that in in designers absolutely it's <laughs> I mean, just just in Tampa alone, it's probably like thirty other clothing brands. Wow! Man. Like it, everybody wants to do it, you know. Just like everybody yeah. wants to be a rapper, everybody Facts. everybody wants to, you know. Yeah, you're just right. Good point. Anything where you're not sitting behind a desk, you're gonna have a lot of competition, mm. you know. So, what makes Field Supply different from the rest? If if you were to see me out mm-hmm. and you ain't know me, and I say, "Yo, bro." And I say if you had a pop up, mm-hmm. and I'm walking by, I got all these different designer brands that I can do business with. But I stop at your tent, and I ask you, what what what, what makes Field Supply different from the rest? It's just genuine. It's just I, I've always liked it. I've always loved this <laughs> this industry. You know what I mean? I've always been into it. You know, since before before. Before streetwear was even big, I was into it, you know, like mm-hmm. high school, ninth grade, 10th grade, you know, and people didn't even know what a Supreme was, right. you know, they, they thought you was talking about a, you know, Supreme sandwich, at, <laughs> you know, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just genuine. It's just, it's, it's real. Like there's a lot of brands out there that's just uh, like the new, okay, like that's why, that's another reason why I don't, I don't really like to call my, like my brand, like a streetwear brand, because like the whole name behind streetwear is changed, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, it's not from the people no more, you know, you got, you got Louis Vuitton and, and creating streetwear, you know what I mean? Right. It's not the same, that's, it's not from the people, it's not from the culture, so it's, why would you want to do business with that? Like I'm, I am the culture. I, I I'm exactly what like what what it mimics. What like what streetwear mimics. What the culture is. I am that. Like I live that. I. That's what Phil Supply is. Um. Excuse me. Um. So. You. So let me ask you this. By when people um try to make clothes and you know obviously there's gonna be competitors but. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, what, what has changed well, when you say it's changed? Mm-hmm. What has changed in streetwear? Like, just, just the whole or, or access, okay, access and like social media. Social media is what changed streetwear. Social media changed the world, absolutely. It changed aspects of everything, but, um, as far as in like my industry, it changed it just because it is a cool thing, you know, like. Before social media, like you seen somebody in some Supreme or you seen them in some rape or whatever, they were cool. They were like cool and everybody knew it, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when social media comes, it's like everybody wants to be cool, right? Everybody wants to be cool. And now everybody has access. They, have, they know where to get that from now. You know what I mean? Before social media, nobody knew. Well, if you weren't in it, you didn't know where to get that. You didn't know how to do it. You didn't know. You probably didn't even know what it was. So, so you, so what I'm hearing, the exclusivity is gone. Like now, it's like you said, more accessible. Well, y- yeah, it, it's more accessible to a, a different group of people, to a different, different demographic. Mm. But like, as far as it being um, exclusive, it's still it's still exclusive because of social media because if there's so many people wanting it there's so many people that gets it that there's so many people left out from getting it you know mm-hmm. 
So like that's where like the whole like resale industry and all that stuff come in at. What are some brands that you have respect for? Like what what are some brands that like you like ultimate um, respect for? Yeah. Um like you like, man, I they I, I tip my hat off to them. Ten deep. Okay. Ten deep for sure. They've that, been out for a long time. Th- that's exactly why. Like that was like one of my first favorite brands and like yeah. they stuck to it. They stuck to being 10 deep, not yeah. like Supreme is collaborating with Louis Vuitton and yeah. North Face. And it's Nike not, too. it's not really, it's, it's too big now. Supreme is not really streetwear no more. It's mm. just, it's just, a, it's just, just another, another brand. You know, it's funny. Point. I heard, I first heard of 10 deep, um, Wale mixtape, the mixtape about nothing. And they had, he had collab with them. Mm. And I didn't even know what that was. And early on around that 09 Spitter, they had did some work with Spitter. Yeah. And um, what about uh, uh, what's that brand? Diamond Supply. It, oh, um, oh what, how do I feel about it? Yeah. Well, uh, Diamond Supply is is it's like it's not it's not one of the brands that gets respect from me because just mm. because it's like it's. You think it's kind of you like... You want to pack and you can buy it. You know, okay. that's not that's not really, like, what that culture is, you know? So, in, like, the, like, let's say, what, the early, like, okay, so, 07 going in, 08, oh, excuse me, 07, 08 going into, like, the 2010 era. Mm-hmm. Field Supply was, I mean, excuse me, Field Supply. Diamond, well, that's going to be Diamond big. Supply. Yeah, yeah. Field Supply going to be big. But uh, Diamond Supply, I remember they had did work with Currency, mm-hmm. Wiz, Ross, uh, you name them, man. Like in that era, they, I don't think um, Nipsey ever, nah. But probably. With, I mean, Diamond Supply is big in the hip hop industry and stuff, you know. Yeah, he did that on purpose. Nick Nick is a smart that uh, he Nick is the dude who owns Diamond Supply. Yeah, yeah. Nicky Diamonds. Yeah. He, he's a smart dude. Like I don't have like he I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. I look up to him. Like yeah. nothing against him. <laughs> His brand is just out now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how, how do you feel about brands that's just like, you know, trying to hold on for dear life, but they what would you like that like, when I say holding on for dear life, like you said, Diamond Supply is like, eh, it's kind of dead now. What do you feel about brands that's like they they still trying to hold on for dear life, but it's like, bro, the game done passed you. Like, what what would you what what are some of those brands to you? What are some of the brands? Yeah, the game. Like, come on, man. Like, it, it's a new era now. Like all those. This, I mean, the brands <laughs> that you go that you'll go in the packs on and see right now. Like those brands were like Ten Deep and Stussy and yeah. all those brands are just, they die down and then they need some money so they get sent to the, the malls, you know what mm. I mean? So they get sent to the malls to buy in bulk, you know? So so if I'm in Macy's, if I go in Macy's or whatever, and I see You're some, not going to find anything streetwear worthy. Like, okay. Like anything that's Dig worth it. anything. So if I'm in Macy's and I see some stuff on, on the rack, that means that it's just like no, nah, that don't mean it's out. I mean, okay. it, personal style is your personal style, man. You know, like no, I, you can you can make you can make Diamond Supply cool. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like I don't. I, who am I to say? No, I'm I'm just asking. You know, for those out there, and I ain't saying me. I'm yeah. just saying I love to just wear. I, I I still love Ralph Lauren. I some I love like like sportswear. Like I mm-hmm. wear like a Nike shirt or 
or I wear y'all shit or, or, or yeah, yeah. you know, it's whatever with me. But I'm just saying, like, like for instance, like, I remember when Rockaware was, like, on smash, dog. And if you see somebody... If you see somebody with that, you be like, bro. Times change, man. Times change. That's all. And then they tried to, like I said, when I was asking you, hold on for dear life, they tried to do a relaunch, a rebrand with, with, when the skinny jeans was out. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. It's but not, it's, it's, you can't do, like, no. you created your lane already. Like, when they do that, <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. Like, if you're going to rebrand, you have to do an actual, like, rebrand, like, rename. Start from scratch. Re, every, yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Cause I remember uh, even like early two thousand with Bait when you had brought that name up. I remember Wayne used to. Yeah. Oh man, are are they? Cause I don't really know about you know. Nah, Bape is they, Bape will always be Bape. Okay. Bape, I'm honestly Supreme too, but Supreme just kind of like it ain't it ain't it ain't Bape or it ain't Stussy, it ain't Tendi. I know? saw Supreme clicked up with Nike, and they made the. Air more up. This is my favorite Nikes ever. They made the uh, uh, they clicked up with them to make the air more up tempos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's cream on the side. Yeah, yeah so yeah. hard. They're like six hundred bucks, but that's resale. That's what I was talking about before. Okay. Like, yeah. Why do you think? Let me ask you this. Why do you think people, you know, resell something and then hit you? For money, over the head for money man <laughs> for money they know you want it so they buy it when it's when it's at retail price okay you know what i'm saying and hey, it's gone now so what you willing to pay for this you want it how bad do you uh, want it you know is 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 the fashion world is it cutthroat i don't know i, I don't know i'm not i'm not i wouldn't say i'm into it like that like <clears throat> I, i'm like I don't know if this would make sense, but I'm more into style than fashion. Style. Okay, I got you. You know what I mean? Maybe I used the wrong word. Yeah, yeah. Is 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 style is 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 that is it cutthroat? Nah, style is your style. That's gotcha. why I said, you know, yeah. if you you can make diamond supply cool, you can make diamond supply cool. That's shout out to you. You, you fresh <laughs> as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. You do you remember when we uh bought those baits from um Oh god, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um <laughs> Well, 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 yeah, we went. We we made a, it was like a family reunion in Miami. We went to the uh, Bro. to the flea market in, in Opelika. Yeah, yeah, man. We saw uh, <laughs> we, we saw some babes in there, man. We bought some babes, and I was like, that was like ninth grade. Color, what color was those? I, it was like some Batman babes, man. Oh, it was like man. black, white, and and yellow. <laughs> oh man, man that, yeah, that was embarrassing. That was an embarrassing yeah, time. Yeah, we was young. Yeah, we man. Yeah. But moving on, I got some random questions to ask you. Yeah. Um, so I just want you to tell me what's the first thing to pop up into your brain. Okay. When is Tyrone at peace? When I got money in my pocket. I like that. It's honest. I like that. <laughs> Cause if you ain't got no money, you, you can't. You stressed, even, man. You stressed out. You can't even focus on. Bro, you can't, you can't focus on buy no tic tac, bro. You can't <laughs> get nothing. Stressed out. What is Tyrone's biggest pet peeve? Somebody texting me, "What you doing?" I reply back, "What I'm doing," and they don't say nothing. Back. <laughs> <laughs> man, that but that, that's that's easy way to get on my bad side. Easy way. Favorite food. 
cookies. <laughs> what kind? Oh, that's hard. Oreo the chips cookie. ahoy. Oh, I ain't that simple, man. I like the okay. I like the white, mac- white macadamia. Okay. I like the, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm, I'm different. I even like the raisin. Favorite activity to do? It's like listening to music. I like driving my cars. That's what I like doing. I like driving. Y'all heard that? Cars, uh, not car. Cars, oh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Slight. <laughs> um, what? So, what is the absolute? If, if if I were to ask you, what is the most misconception about you that that people people think people that don't know you? Yeah. What is the biggest misconception about Tyron? All right. Well, I, honestly, I can't like really speak on right now. But like I know, like back when I was like a little younger, you know, when I'm, I had more friends. Like I was more around, more sociable, yeah. around a lot more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that I was an asshole. Mm. Yeah, they, they thought they you thought, was mean. Yeah, they thought I was an asshole just because of like I'm not very talkative, and right. it's not that I'm shy. It's not that I'm <laughs> none of that. I just I'm a listener. I'm an observer. I like you know what I mean. And yeah. people just take that wrong. And I don't. And I don't. I don't. I don't like corniness. Like jokes like yeah. lame jokes and so like I don't laugh when everybody else laughing laugh. and they feel like I'm being an asshole or something <laughs> like it's cool like I'm not I ain't saying I ain't thinking nothing bad about y'all yeah. it's just was that cause I know I, I, I get that sometimes like while well, people say oh you look mad or yeah, I thought you were so mean I thought you yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> I like that bro <laughs> um before I got two more questions before we get up out of here for, um, if you were to, um, for those that don't know you or know you, what's something that you could tell your, your closest family and your closest friends, something about you that they don't know, that, <laughs> that you, that you want to share, that they, they don't know? They're, and when they listen to it, like, man, I ain't know that about Ty. He, oh, he ain't tell me. Well, he told me, guru. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hard, man. I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm real open, open man. Book. I'm, yeah, I'm open. I'm blunt. I tell you what it is, how it is, when it, when it is. Fact. You know, so I don't know. That's kind of hard. Uh, I'm going to have to come back to that. All right. I don't know. All right. Um, what would, if, if you were to have a talk with Tyrone at, twin, let's say, we'll, we'll do a two-parter, okay? Okay. You have a talk with Tyrone at 17. Mm. What, would, what would you tell him? Figure it out. Like, you know, around that time, everybody's like, I mean, during high school period, everybody tells you, you know, oh, take your time. You got time to figure it out. And you, and you take that to the head, you know, being young and so confused, you're like, okay, cool. You know, but you really don't. I mean, like, it, it's, it's better for you to figure it out as soon as possible. You know, just just learn what you want to do, what would make you the happiest. Learn that as soon as possible and get to it. Right. Um.
What would you tell Tyrone at 22-23? Start making some clothes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell myself, man. Make some clothes, man. You can do it. Focus. Get to it, man. And what would you tell Ty right now, present day? Keep going, bro. Keep going. You got it, man. You can do this. <laughs> it's clear. Clear path, man. It's yours for the taking. Um, so I want to, I got one more. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's one thing before we turn off these mic, these microphones, if there's one thing you can leave on, on air and, and, and just, before, like I said, before we get up out of here, one thing you could say or things that you could say, what would be your closing remarks before we get up out of here that you, you want people to know? If there's like a certain person or, or people that may have like, you know, because I know for me, who's... You might have uh, uh, slept on me before, and now you coming around or whatever. Mm. What would you? What's what's something that you wanna? For we for I put this out. What you what you wanna put out? Uh, excuse me. What you wanna say? Nobody ever really slept on me, man. Honestly, like everybody around me always believed in me, mm. like genuinely. And I, I don't keep people who who wouldn't around me. You know. Nice. But. Uh, I want to leave with just long little Nipsey hustle, man. Keep hustling. Neighborhood. Marathon continues. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. So, Ty, man, before we get up out of here, um, I know we said I was going to conclude, but I got one more question to ask you. For that young dude or young woman that has, you know, dreams of becoming an entrepreneur like yourself and want to either want to break into being a designer or or whatever you know um it, industry what would a piece of advice that you would give to them cuz they may be scared they may not have the resources what what would be a piece of advice for them for you from you yeah man um my advice would just to be just do it man don't be scared um when i when i when i first when i first started i was scared mm-hmm. but um like once I got into it, I saw that like it wasn't nothing to be scared of. You know what I mean? It, it mm-hmm. actually it just made it made me feel better. It gave me gave me the energy I needed. You know, and uh, the biggest thing is just be persistent, man. Be persistent because it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad times. A lot of bad times. Way mm. more bad times than good times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially financially. You know. Mm. So um, yeah, just be persistent. Be dedicated. Make sure it's what you really want, and just go after it, man. And Dope. That's it. All right, so y'all heard it there first. So don't y'all be, you know, it's it's going to be wins and losses. More losses than wins. <laughs> Facts. Big wins, though. But, you know, stay consistent, stay persistent, and um, follow your dreams. All right, man. So <laughs> that was episode six with my bro. Um, look out for more things for us to collaborate with. Like I said, this guy's behind my artwork. Um, everything I'm putting out, you best believe it, your your last dollar in your bank account that he he done had something to do with it. And so y'all y'all stop by, 
you know, his his his, his website, his gram, philsapplycode.com. It's a website. Um, one Borough, one um, O-N-E, O-N-E-B-U-R-R-O on uh, IG. Twitter, too. Same thing on Twitter? Oh, uh, yeah. Same thing on Twitter. One Borough. Yeah, man. So, we're going to get up out of here. Ty, I really appreciate you for coming on here, bro. Um, you made history with me because you're my second guest I ever had. I mean, you called in, but... Having you right here face to face, bro. It's better, man. It's different. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So we're going to get up out of here. Shout out my dog, Big Mike. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. As usual. And we're going to get up out of here. Hope y'all enjoy this. Before, before I get up out of here, make sure y'all follow uh, follow the hashtag Groove Speaks Podcast. If you don't know how to spell this, G-U-R-U-S-P-E-A-K-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Follow me. On Instagram, Guru Speaks Podcast. Facebook, Guru Speaks Podcast. Twitter, Guru813. You already know what the 813 stands for. I am the new mouth for the South. I am your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. We're going to keep going up. Tampa, we here. Thanks to my dog, Ty, stopping in. Thanks to Big Mike. We out of here. Holla.